0: welcome to the second season of the beauty for ashes podcast I am super excited okay I'm super excited I came out of my hiatus or however you pronounce the word (laughs) I came out of that and I'm so excited for what the Lord is going to do through this season season two there's going to be more episodes and God is just going to do his thing and I'm allowing him to just do whatever he wants to do do through this particular season so let's get right into the episode i don't want to prolong the time i just want to get right into it the title for this podcast episode is Ciao. living for god is hard okay okay all right all the pharisees the modern day pharisees all the people who are religious please shh because if you don't know it, if or if you didn't know, the Bible tells us that the narrow path is difficult. Do y'all read your Bibles? Okay, okay, okay. And sometimes I don't read mine either, but you know, let me tell y'all, okay, <laughs> let me tell y'all where it says it at. It says it in Matthew 7, 14, 13 and 14. Let's, let's go to that. Let's see what it says. Okay. It talks about the narrow gate. And I'm reading from the NLT version. It says, You can enter God's kingdom only through the narrow gate. The highway to hell is broad and its gate is wide for the many who choose that way. But the gateway to life is very narrow and the road is difficult, and only a few ever find it y'all heard it it said difficult y'all know what difficult mean it is hard needing much effort troublesome trying tiresome awkward y'all still think it's easy (laughs) i hope not after all of that after all of the drama that i have to go through get y'all to understand that living for christ is hard but let me tell you my mother always says that the road or this journey is hard but baby it is fair it is fair i would rather go through difficult times with christ than to go through difficult times serving the enemy the devil beelzebub that stinky old demon okay Because he don't love us and he want us to suffer. and He want us to go through troubling times. All right. So let me tell y'all. Okay. So um, while I had this, had the break, um, you know, from not doing the podcast um, and I was also off of social media, I would, I would post here and there, but y'all, I was going through it, um, battling with this flesh, battling with the flesh y'all. And we, it's, we gonna get a little juicy in this episode because y'all know I like to be transparent and y'all know I like to tell y'all the truth because I don't like to be one of those Christian who hides behind my mess. I don't hide behind my mess, honey, because how are other people supposed to be delivered and free if we're always hiding behind our mishaps and our faults? I'm not telling to overexpose yourselves because uh, that is a thing. If you overexpose yourself, like... What you doing? <laughs> but you do confess your sins to one another, right? So we're going to we're going to really get down to it. <laughs> um well, as far as the season that I was in, um y'all, like my flesh was winning. I was allowing my flesh to get in the way cuz I wasn't killing it because I wasn't listening to God and um looking at all of the signs where okay, Crystal, you need to fast. You need to go on another fast. I didn't I didn't I didn't pay attention to that I didn't hear him or if I did hear him I was like okay God but uh can I do it next week and then next week turned into two months three months a year or almost a year you know until my next uh real fast so I wasn't killing my flesh and I and I and I have episodes where um I told you all what not killing my flesh did to me right So let me read this scripture, you guys, because the Bible always speaks to us. And I don't want to go um, another minute without not reading the scripture that can speak to us. So Paul in Romans 721, it tells us um, how he was like, so I find this law at work. Although I want to do good, evil is right there with me. For in my inner being, I delight in God's law. But I see another law at work in me, waging war against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner of the law of sin at work within me. Paul is pretty much saying, I want to do good. But for some reason, there's always something trying to knock me off my tracks. There's always something around a presence that's not Omni, That's not God. That's always trying to come in the midst when I'm wanting, when I'm wanting to do good. And let me tell you the trick of the enemy, right? The trick of the enemy, one, I have two that I've dealt with is that he will let us think that God is not with us. He will start making us feel like, oh, Jesus, he will start making us feel like, um, you don't feel God. So don't pray. If you can't feel God, don't pray. But where does God ever say that in his word? He says, pray without ceasing. And then he also tells us in Romans to, uh, you know, if we don't, we can't utter any words, God will intercede for us, right? We don't have to mumble a word. So when we don't feel God's presence or we feel like we don't feel God's presence, there's always this evil presence. There's always this evil, this evil feeling that we don't feel God coming to, 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 um, intimidate us making us feel like oh something must be wrong with you child because you you don't feel God you can't get down on your knees you can't pray you can't intercede you can't fast you can't get into his presence because you don't feel him child the devil got you messed up you better get on your knees and pray anyway It's not no feeling. You don't need to feel no spooky, tingling feeling. Get on your knees and pray and call upon the Lord. I'm sorry for yelling, y'all. It's been a a crazy season that I'm coming out of, and I'm ready to war. That's the trick of the enemy to make you feel like, oh, I don't feel God today, so I ain't going to pray. I ain't going to fast. I ain't going to do none of that. Pray and fast anyway. Pray without ceasing. Continue to seek God's face. Continue to fast. Fast from 6 to 6 in the six in the morning to 6 in the evening. Kill your flesh. Then, then you know what? You'll be like, oh, I'm glad I got out of that. I'm glad I got that thinking out of my mind. You don't need to wait on God to tell you to go fast. You just need to kill your flesh. Put, put your plate down. We always trying to find the nearest Debbie cake. I'm guilty. I'm... <laughs> I always want to eat some chocolate. Put it down. That's the enemy trying to tempt you with candy and cookies and ice cream. Talante, that's my favorite ice cream, (laughs) y'all. Put that stuff down and kill your flesh. In Jesus' name, amen. (laughs) Another trick of the enemy, right? He will send people with familiar spirits in your life. He will send things that carries a spirit with it that will make you start feeling different. You, oh, you trying to figure out, okay, well, God, didn't you deliver me from this? But why, why do I feel this type of way? Y'all get what I'm saying? Y'all got to catch on to what I'm saying. Read between the lines, okay? When you start seeing people coming into your life and you like, hmm, they remind me of so-and-so, run. It's a familiar spirit, especially if it's a a reminder of somebody that uh, took you back to where you're trying to get free from or taking you back from where you're trying to get free from y'all get what i'm saying you have to make sure that you have discernment that's why we kill the flesh too so we can continue to ask god god give me your discernment what season am i in what is this person coming um doing coming in my life right now why what is this person's purpose in my life or how am i supposed to serve them Are they going to take me down? Am I supposed to take them up? What is happening right now? Ask God for discernment because familiar spirits will come any way they want to come, especially if you have a door open. Remember, the devil does not have new tricks, y'all. He uses the same trick, but uses different people, different things. You wondering why you worrying about money so much? He's trying to use that. So when you get a few dollars now, or a few, you know, a few zeros in your bank account, or you get a new house or a new car, he tries to use that so you can turn away from God. Oh, it happens. Y'all can sit up here and try to act cute. It happens subtly. Oh, God bless me. Y'all may not be saying this out loud. Oh, God bless me, and I thank Him. But you suddenly coming away from prayer catch me y'all follow me please <laughs> you're, you're subtle you're it's a subtle movement you're coming away from prayer oh god bless me with a job that's a distraction that's a trick of the enemy not saying that god doesn't bless you with a job but baby when he blesses you you'll know it and it's not gonna pull you away from him come on It's not going to pull you away from him. Things that God blesses you with draw you closer to him. Jesus, I'm I'm talking to myself. So watch out for these things. Oh, God ain't with you. Don't pray. Don't fast. Oh, oh, there's a new person in my life. Oh, (laughs) He got a, he's, he, he's handsome, he's tall, he's everything I prayed for. The devil hears your prayers too. Y'all heard that before. I ain't the only one that said it. The enemy hears your prayers too. Oh, she praying for that? Let me send this man to her. Then you think it's from God. Let me tell you how it's not from God. If that person doesn't have the fruit of the spirit, if you got to babysit them, if you got to tell them to open up their Bible, if you have to come on, if you have to tell them, oh, they have to come to church with you and get close to the guy. They weren't sit by God. They were sit by the enemy. Come on, y'all. We're not we're not kindergarten in, in the spirit no more. We got it. We got to grow up. And I understand. And there's going to be some um, baby Christians coming to my podcast. I'm not talking about y'all I'm talking <laughs> to the people who knows better. Um, But listen, th- this is for you to listen to. People who are just coming into faith, people who are just coming to Christ. If you see something that's drawing you further from Christ, when you're when you're coming into Christ, the plan of the enemy is to get you knocked off of the tracks or that path, the narrow path that God wants you to walk down on. Will it be hard? Will sometimes you feel lonely? Will you feel lonely sometimes? Yes, you're gonna feel lonely. You're going to feel like God, well, what about me? You're going to feel those times that you feel depressed, but you have his joy. When you choose Jesus, he gives you joy and joy more abundantly. So God is gonna bless you with this so you can overcome and walk down the narrow path that seems to be difficult. Well, that is difficult, right? So watch out for these things. Watch out for these people that's being used by the enemy. You think that you can win your friends that are still out there um, doing whatever they wanna do. You think that you can win them, but if you have a little crack, trust me, I've I've been going through this. You have a little crack open, oh, of compromise. Oh, I can drink a little mimosa here and there. Now you're drinking Casamigos, Cristo. (laughs) And you're getting drunk. You're not just drinking casually. You're not just, you know, drinking a little wine. Okay, I can have a little sip and, and put it back down on the table. Modesty. No, you trying to get drunk. Girl, go sit down. I'm talking to me, y'all, not y'all. But sometimes y'all need people in your life to be like, girl, come over here and sit down. <laughs> you go, You're not. That's not right. Come come back in, wheel it in. <laughs> so watch out because you're not going to be able to save everyone. Everybody isn't ready to come um on the path with you. They may be called, but are they gonna answer when you answer? No, everybody isn't gonna come to Christ when you come to Christ in Jesus' name. So let's let's go, let's move further, y'all. Romans 12 and 2, where it tells us don't copy. This is NLT. Don't copy the behavior and the customs of this world. But let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. We want God to change the way that we think. We don't think the things that we used to think. We don't we don't we don't talk the way that we used to talk, right? We're not supposed to. We're supposed to have a new language. We're supposed to have a new walk. We're supposed to find new friends. Let's just be honest. Find people who are equally yoked to you. I'm not telling you to throw people away, but you have to understand, okay, what, what does this person, what what uh service does this person um, bring to my life? So it says changing the way that you think. That's what you do. Then you will learn to God, to know God's will for you. So once we allow God to transform us completely, and remember, this is a daily walk you guys. So transformation f- is a daily process, right? But as you change the way that you walk and talk, God will then teach you his will for your life. That's what it says. It says, then you will learn to know God's will for your life, which is good and pleasing and perfect. God has a will that's good and pleasing and perfect for our lives. Let's go. So I, I I'm I'm sharing um biblical truths because I don't I don't I don't like talking without um having the word um because it's a lot of false teachings out here, y'all. We could talk about how God loves us so much, we could talk about you know getting money and and that's good, you know. Christians especially, you know, we're not supposed to be broke. We, if anything, we're the richest people on the land (laughs) for real, not just with money, but with joy and peace, you know, all of the fruit of the spirit. That's, that's a lot of richness there for us. Plus money. God says, seek ye first the kingdom of God, and he will add all these other things to us and his righteousness. And he will add all his things, all these things to us. So with that being said, you know, I, I don't want to sugarcoat anything. i want to be honest with you all. You know, it, it's time out to stop compromising and allowing the enemy to come into our lives. That stuff gets old after a while, y'all. After that season that I was recently in, I'm like, oh no, my calling is to live and be in Jesus Christ. That's it. There's no other way for me. There's no other way for me. I don't fit in. I look crazy. I act crazy. I can't do it. That's, that lifestyle isn't for me. And balance is good. It can't be too far to the left or too far to the right. Right? So we have to make sure that we're living the way that Jesus Christ wants, to, wants us to live. We can't walk. In the lust of our flesh. We have to walk in the spirit and carry the fruit of the spirit. Allow God to prune us and make us new and not be transformed to this world. Let's be the light. Let's be different. So people can say, Well, how did you do it? You know, when, when they when they're tired of living in sin, they could come to us and say, Listen, I want to change. How did you do it? What are you doing? What do you read in the Bible? So, what can a person do if they are going through a state of not knowing which way to go? Or, God, this is too hard. This walk is too hard. I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling crazy. You know, I'm I'm feeling confused. First of all, the enemy is the author of confusion. We should not be confused. Okay? If you feel any confusion, it's from the enemy. Okay? So, what can a person do when it starts getting tough? When it starts getting hard? You have to understand that when things starts getting hard, we have to endure. That's endurance. That's endurance. When things starts getting hard and rough and difficult, that God tells us to endure. Endure every problem, every situation everything that comes our way and continue to move forward in him continue to walk the path don't don't go all the way don't 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 go to that broad path don't make a u-turn stay on this path because of course that road is easy of course it looks like they are having the world is having a great life and a great time and and all of this and that Of course it's easy, of course. But you have to stay focused on this path because God is strengthening you. God is strengthening you. And yeah, sometimes you're going to mess up. That season was for, for God to expose me to myself to say, Hey, you're messing up. And I want you to see where you're messing up. I want you to see your lust. I want you to see your fornication. I want you to see your non-self-controlled self and get on the right track. I'm here. I wanna give you strength. Our strength comes from Jesus Christ. Our strength comes from the Father. It comes from Him. When we are weak, He is strong. Every burden. It's put on him. When we we give it to him, we have to give it to him because his burden is light. His yoke is easy, right? So let's, let's get back on what I was trying to say. So what can a person do? You check your fruit, which is in Galatians 5. We have to start fruit checking We have to make sure that we have, or we're carrying the fruit of the spirit. You'll know them by their fruit. That's what the Bible tells us. So people will know us by our fruit. If we don't have self-control, note to Crystal. If we don't have peace, joy, long suffering, you know, we aren't bearing great, good fruit, right? We should live by the spirit, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. It says those who belong to Jesus Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by Christ, let us keep in step with the spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking and envying each other right? So that's Galatians 5, you guys. Number two will be kill your flesh with fasting. Number three is ask God to help you remove people who are in the way. Reveal, God, these people who are around me that aren't supposed to be around me. Show their true colors and make it easy and give me the strength to walk away from them. If they don't serve purpose in your life, they should not be in your life. And it's not to be mean you love them but you're gonna love them from a distance because if you continue to be around them and um you know hang around them which doesn't serve you any purpose you know you're going to get distracted from where god wants to take you number four is read your bible read your bible even if you you know read a book of proverbs every day i'm on this challenge with um a few people and um we're reading a proverbs every day proverbs is a great a great book to be in because it's teaching you wisdom and we all need wisdom number five is is well that should be number one (laughs) um but repent and you know what it doesn't have to be number one because we repent daily You know, repent for the sins that that are unknowing. We may do something that we didn't know that was a sin. Repent. Repent. And honestly, that's denying our flesh too. Denying ourselves. God, I repent and I deny every fleshly work that's not like you out of my life. I repent and I deny myself and I take up my cross and I follow you. Number six, find accountability. Find accountability, somebody that you can trust, somebody that truly have God in them, that you can call and say, hey, I ain't feeling well. And they'll be like, oh, okay, let's pray. (laughs) They're not going to even ask you what's wrong. They're just going to pray and intercede on your behalf. You need somebody like that in your life. If they're old, if they're young, on fire for Christ, you need and you need people who are stabled in Christ, not somebody who's wavering in the faith. You don't need those type of people because if you get two wavering people, you get two people who are uh, half blind. Y'all gonna <laughs> y'all gonna be going walking into a ditch at some point together. So you need somebody who's strong in the faith, and, and it doesn't mean when you're having a bad day or a moment where you just can't. You don't know what's going on. It's, it doesn't mean that you're not strong in God. It just means that you need somebody to push you. Y'all know, y'all know those strong. Ooh, yes, okay. Analogies coming. Y'all know when they, uh, what is that bench, bench something? When they're lifting the weights and they need somebody to. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Somebody just called it out in Jesus' name, Amen. Um, those people who help you lift those weights. They're both strong, but they need somebody to help them because they're, they need to get stronger. Yes. They need to get stronger. So you need somebody who wants to get strong. Y'all take turns and building each other up and helping each other find accountability. Y'all have people in your life and you're self-sabotaging because you feel like, oh, am I good enough to be their friend? And they try, they're try, trying to be like, hey, I want to be your friend. I want to talk to you. <laughs> you know, and you're self-sabotaging. You're like, Well, I, I let these people come in my life all the time and they just turn their backs on me. Stop self-sabotaging yourself. They're there for you. God sent them there. And you're going to know when God sends you a person. You're going to know. Oh, I feel, I feel God, y'all. You're going to know when God sends you somebody in your life, you're going to know. Thank you, Jesus, and you know them by their fruit. Come on <laughs> and stop condemning yourself. Stop living in condemnation. Romans eight tells us that we are when we're in Christ. There's no more condemnation. There's nobody who lives in condemnation, who lives for Christ. Let's get the right scripture, y'all, because I don't want to be adding and taking away from the scripture. I don't like that. I mean, even though I'm paraphrasing, you know, I just like the the particular scripture. So it says, NLT, 8 chapter, first verse. So now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. Let's read. Let's read verse two because this look this looks good. And because you belong to Him, the power of the life giving Spirit has freed you. You have Christ in your life, and you feel like, oh, well, I and and I don't want y'all to feel bad because you haven't fasted in a long time or you haven't prayed in a long time. Don't feel bad because that because condemnation is a trick of the enemy t- too. Oh, I didn't fast, so God don't want me. You start. You start helping God disown you, you, you are owned by God. God loves you. You are his child. Stop disowning yourself for God. Does that make sense? (laughs) You're doing God's work. That's not even his work. He hates condemnation because he wants you to continue to go. It may be hard. It may feel, it doesn't feel comfortable. It doesn't feel comfortable. This flesh that we live in, it's it's uncomfortable. It's dirty, it's nasty. But God doesn't want you to to stay in that. God doesn't want you to stay down. He wants you to get up, live in freedom. You're freed. He's given the power to you. He's giving you the life-giving spirit. There's power in his spirit and you are free. God doesn't want you to be bound. So stop living in condemnation. Stop living in condemnation. That's the end of this podcast you guys. I hope you all got something out of it. Um I know I did. I'm 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 sitting here and I'm like, "Whoa." But God is so good and I I pray I pray that you guys Listen to this and go throughout your day and and throughout this year and next year and whenever God, before whenever God returns, that you continue to live in Christ, whether it's hard or not, when it should be hard. (laughs) It should be hard. I'm telling you, it's throughout the Bible. We're going to go through things as Christians. Look at Jesus. He died. He went through all of the persecution you you can think of get up take up your beds and walk take up your beds and walk god loves you with an everlasting love and i pray that you feel him right now if you're going through a tough season i pray that you feel him so heavy right now wherever you are in your cars in your room at work wherever you are i pray that you feel him and he overwhelms you with his strength and his love in his spirits, hallelujah, hallelujah. And he, and he makes you feel welcomed. Just like the prodigal son, he felt welcomed. He felt welcomed to come, come back in my arms, son. The father said, come back in my arms. I love that story. There's no condemnation. You can continue to walk in your purpose. The devil wants to stop you from talking. He wants to stop you from walking in your purpose. That's the enemy's job. But God loves you all. And I pray God strengthens you again for the 50th time. Thank you for listening to the Beauty for Ashes podcast.